Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> man, if y'all only knew, I think I'll tell it to you. Uh, this morning, man, started off real crazy. But it's just those little mishaps where we as people who are striving to be successful Um, That makes all the difference in the world. When you have those little minor things that come up, you can't let the minor things stop you. You've got to keep pressing forward. Now, could I have played the role of where is my car? Where is my car? Oh, where is my car? Instead of hustling and grab a cab. So what am I? Am I above a cab ride now? Or, or or do I have to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, I could act like a little spoiled brat, some type of star, and go, I don't ride in cabs, or where's my car, and then go to blaming people for not having a car, or do I make the adjustments? Because ain't like I ain't been in a cab before now. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been in a, in a, in a beat-up car before. Slow down. Ain't ever like I ain't never had a car and rode a bus before. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been homeless before and ain't have nowhere to go. Slow down. So in those moments right there, always remember where you come from. But even more importantly, always remember where you're trying to go. Because it's important for me that I get here as many mornings as I possibly can. It's important because that's the goal. And so many people allow a minor things to stop them on their road to success. And I'm giving you this example today. Not to say, hey, look at me, but to say to you, hey, listen to me. There are going to be a lot of things that's going to happen along your way to being successful. And if you allow the small things to stop you, there's no way you'll make it. You've got to always press forward and stop looking at the situation for what it is. And look, sometimes you have to take your eye off right now and put your eye on the future. You know, God has blessed me in so many ways. I mean, what can I say? You know, I ask God for this syndicated show. He gives me a syndicated show. Now I act like I don't want to come to it. Hold on, man, slow down. Did not you ask for this? Do I not realize that there are certain people, man, who look forward to this message in the morning? I've heard it from people. So from the hundreds that I've heard it for, that could represent thousands for all I know. So if I think somebody's counting on me, I got to try to get there and give something. So today I didn't have any time at all to think about what I might say. I just walked right in and the jingle was playing. And so I decided to just tell you about my day. And maybe you can relate it to something you're going through along the way. Because no matter who you are, you're going to have some moments, man, where things are going to happen. And like I always tell my kids, and I just had this conversation with my little girl, it ain't that things ain't going to happen. It's how you handle what happens that matters. See, it don't matter that things are going to happen because they're going to happen, but it don't matter. It's how you handle what happens that's the determining factor on where you get in life and how soon you get there and how long you stay there. And that's an important thing for people to remember. Something is always going to happen. There will always be a mishap, something that's going to throw you off. There will always be something, man, 
that could deter you. That will be something somewhere, man, that will make you doubt it. That'll make you doubt the journey. There'll be something somewhere, man, that's sometimes going to be almost demoralizing to the point where you want to sit down and give up. That's going to happen. Now, now that you know that's going to happen, then let's talk about how you handle what happens because it's going to happen. So now what do you do as a person when these moments come about in your life? How do you handle them? Oh, woe is me. Oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Well, if the Lord wanted me to have this, I'd have that. Do you know how many times you hear people say that? You know, man, it really irks me, man. Stop using God as your excuse. God ain't no excuse. God is a reason. He's a reason why the good happens. He's the reason why the fallen can get up. He's the reason why hopeless people end up end up with hope. He, he's the reason why people decide not to commit suicide. He's the reason why people get off drugs. He's the reason why people climb the corporate ladder and make it. He's a reason. He's not an excuse. God don't have no excuses in it. none of his scriptures or writings. Not that I read. He just don't make excuses. I would have done this, but. Had I known this, I would have changed that. I wish I had done this different. If only I had paid attention. Yeah, there's, I haven't read that about him at all. So why do you use his scriptures to make excuses for yourself? You know, there's a scripture that says the poor will all shall always be amongst us. Why that's got to be you? Yeah, he said the poor will always be amongst us because he know everybody ain't going to follow the principles of success. But he also said he came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. He said that too. But, oh, no, you don't want to hear that because your life kind of tripping out a little bit. So now what you do with it? Now you twist it and you go to that one little scripture that say, well, the poor shall always be amongst us. Well, that's put in there because that's a, that's a just in case. See, that's a just in case y'all don't want to follow the scriptures that's just in case you don't understand that faith without works is dead that's just in case you have not because you ask not it's just in case you don't believe and shall not doubt he got all that in there but in case you don't want to do that there is a scripture that tells you what will happen if you don't do it and here it is the poor shall always be amongst us but then you get that when they say well that's i guess that's the lord's will lord's will really Really, really. That's amazing. I just don't believe that about him. I don't believe that God created your life to be a life of misery. I think that we make decisions along the way that cause us to have lives of misery. But I really, really just don't believe that God created you for that. I've heard uh, Nelson Mandela speak. And, you know, you got to go, wow, all those years in prison, man. What was it about? When you hear him speak, you understand what it was about. He said he always knew he would be free one day. Now, what he said he never knew was, he said he never knew that he would be the president of that country. Oh, my goodness. What a long way around. But he could have sat there and, got involved in prison activities that wasn't up to par and things like that. 
And they said whenever young inmates used to come in, he was telling the story one time of how young inmates used to come into the prison. They all sit around and talk to him about what they were doing and how many kids they had in their lives. And it helped them keep track of the outside a little bit. And, and it kept a sense of time for them and reminded them to talk about what they left behind. And it kept them going because something was greater on the other side. Had he allowed that to stop him? Had he allowed the imprisonment, which is a pretty major deal, oh, by the way, then guess what? He would have never been the Nelson Mandela that we know today, a martyr, a leader, a great force. People want to go around him. Even people that imprisoned him could not understand his 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 staunch strength, his faith, his unwavering commitment. They couldn't understand it. So things are going to happen in your life, but it's how you handle what happens that matter. So keep pushing, y'all. Don't let the little things get in the way, okay? And if you just, sometimes you just don't know. I got in the cab thinking I wasn't going to make it, but at least let's go see. Let's try. I made it. Now, guess what? That gives me another piece of information that I have. And all I, I had to see it again today. Guess what I said today? Man, sometimes when it look like you ain't going to make it, just go ahead on anywhere. Now, I could still be back there at the hotel talking about where my car. But I got up in here, I made it. So now, what y'all going to do with it? Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. People get ready. There's a train coming. You don't need no ticket. You just get on board. Ladies and gentlemen, the train is here. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning to you. How you doing, Steve? Colorful red. Good morning. And Junior. Morning, up. With nephew Tommy. In the building. And Uncle Steve. What's happening, Steve? Yay, yay. I'm ready. (laughs) Ready for what? <laughs> Whatever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever you want. Have you ever been that's a Christmas caroler? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what I ought to do. I'm going to do uh, a yeah. hard singing uh, Christmas hard, uh, Roscoe does the Christmas carols. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a few uh, Christmas carols. Jingle bells. We don't have a 34 break. Yeah, you better do it while Jay ain't here. That's what you better do. Come on. Dashing <laughs> through the snow <laughs> on a one horse, oh, bun sleigh. This is gonna take a long time. Yeah. Oh, what fun <laughs> it is to ride in a one horse, oh, bun sleigh. Take your time now. Oh, jingle bell. Jingle. <laughs> oh, Jingle Bell. Oh, Jingle. Jingle all the way. Yes, yes. Okay. And okay. oh, what fun it is to ride in the one horse open sleigh. Yeah. Uh huh. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, yeah. How, how about joy to the world? I got joy. <laughs> I got. I got. 
to the world. It's about him. <laughs> oh, joy to all the boys and girls. Uh-uh. No, he working. Joy. <laughs> Dang it. Take your time. This is his version, yeah. To the world. Oh, joy. All the boys and girls. Dig the hogs with barrels of folly. Fala la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fala la 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 la. Now we reach our gay apparel. La da 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 da. Okay, man. Yeah. Man, we, that was we, good, we, right? Yeah. Good, hard Christmas. When you yeah. come back on, can you do Silent Night for when we come back? Boy, it's hard as and, and Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> yeah, I need that, yeah. too. Yeah, and let it snow. And Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. And Rudolph. All right. Um, Rudolph <laughs> all right, we're coming back with uh, <laughs> Steve Sings Christmas Carols Hard. Hard. <laughs> At 32 after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are back. Steve singing Christmas carols. We're all in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Steve is singing yeah. them, but his yeah. way. And and you know he sings hard. 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 And we had a request Lounge for singing Christmas yeah. carols. I think we had a request yeah. for Silent Night, Steve. Silent <laughs> Night. Is that a soft song? Yeah. Holy night. Ooh, you singing hard on the mic. All is calm. <laughs> you messing the mic. Everything is bright. <laughs> round, round your girl. <laughs> and your mama. Uh-uh. Your mama and your child. <laughs> Holy so tender, uh-huh. tender and mild, <laughs> silent <laughs> night, <laughs> holy <laughs> night. Break it down. Oh, he can't go soft. Oh, he can't. It bright. Rudolph the red nose reindeer. Oh, okay. Which one? What version you want? There's dancer and prancer and comet and cupid. There's Donna and Blitzen. Yeah. Somebody and Vixen. Thing, boy. If you weren't in the Christmas. The most famous. That damn famous. Come on. That damn famous reindeer of all. Oh, Rudolph. Come on, boy. Had a very shy nose. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and if you ever saw him, come on, sing hard. You would even sing. <laughs> <in the low. laughs> All right, now. <laughs> you would even what? 
so much for letting me do it. That was good, Rob. Yeah. Wow. I mean, How about um, the quintessential <laughs> Christmas song, uh, This Christmas, Donny Hathaway? Hey, gone mistletoe, I'm gone to get to know you better. Yeah. This year Christmas, Christmas. and as we trim the tree, Mm -hmm. you rise is where I want to be this year. This Christmas fire side is blazing bright. Come on. And we're caroling. I don't believe you heard me. I said we're caroling. Come on, boy. Caroling. I said we caroling. <laughs> work it then. Through the night. <laughs> and this Christmas. <laughs> what? You best believe it. I said this Christmas. Not next one. <laughs> I'm talking about this damn Christmas right here. Yes. December 25th. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the song? Uh, well, the weather outside is bright. What's that right Let now? it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. Yeah. You want to hear boys to oh. me version? It don't matter. No, it ain't gonna be the same. I just want. I just want. Let it snow. You got the boys. Oh, you got the boys to me uh-huh. version. Let it snow. <laughs> How about uh, Santa Claus is coming to town? That's the one. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. You supposed to lie. Santa Claus is coming to town. You better not pout. You better not pout. Woo. You better not cry. You better watch out. I'm telling you why. Mm. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. One more time. 
Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Come on, Santa. Santa Claus is coming to town. When he coming, Santa Claus is coming to town. What he doing? Santa Claus is coming to town. Is he late? Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming. Come on. Come hurry. on in here. Hurry, hurry. He's coming <laughs> to time. <laughs> Stand close. Frank phone call with the nephew <laughs> yes, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, let's run that prank back. What you got? All right, it's my pop's all-time favorite. I need a kidney. I need a kidney. Hello. Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Brother Conley. This is Conley. Uh, how you doing, brother? This is Deacon Patterson calling from the church. How you doing today? Uh, Deacon Patterson? Yeah. Just doing fine. And yourself, sir? I'm doing good. Doing good. You know, the church is behind you on what you're going through. And we, we praying for you, man. We know all about the, you know, you going uh, into surgery on Friday to get your, to get your pancreas removed. So I wanted to... Give you a call, man. Have a word of prayer and let you know that we all are, are pulling for you, and we know that that the man upstairs is going to pull you through this successfully. Well, God bless and keep you, uh, there, Deacon. God bless and keep you, because I tell you, I'm going through something here. Me and my wife, we've been talking about it, and uh, we've been praying on it, and it sure is a wonderful thing to to know that your church is with you and, and y'all thinking about me in prayer. I've I've, I've really had to take this this to the Lord. I, this is a serious thing with me, and uh, I ain't never had an operation before in my life, and right, I right. know I need it. My wife have made it clear, the doctor have made it clear, and I believe I'm ready to go forward, Deacon. And we're going to give the victory to who the victory is. Victory to the Lord, yes, sir. He's, he's the victory. He's yeah, the victory. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me have a word of prayer with you, Brother Conley, if you don't mind. Uh, just bow your head for me. Father God, we ask right now. We ask yes, right now that you touch Brother Conley, as he goes in on Friday, please put your hands on him. We ask, Father, that you hold on to the doctor that's getting ready to go and put surgery on him. Yes. We ask that you make sure that the doctor has got a, a strong eye hmm. on that morning. Walk with him. We ask that, that, that he got a steady hand when he got the scalpel in his hand. We ask that you hold on to him. Please. As yes. it goes into a surgery, because we know come Saturday morning, <laughs> the victory going to belong to Brother Conley and the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We know all of this, but we, we, we ask that you take that pancreas and you remove it out successfully. Please. Close him back up like it was never been entered in before. Walk with me, Jesus. That's what we ask, and we ask you, Lord, at the same time yes. that they're removing this pancreas, Lord. We ask that you reach around his backside, and we ask that you touch his kidney, Lord. Touch his kidney and make it whole. Make it 110%. We want you to make that, that kidney like it's been the best kidney Excuse ever me, known. Deacon. Deacon. That's Deacon. Deacon Woo, Pat, Deacon Patterson. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Ain't, they, no, sir. There, there's nothing wrong with my kidney, Deacon. I'm doing, I'm doing fine. The Lord, is, the Lord has been made it. Well, he's going to work on my pancreas. That's what the doctor's operating on. They done oh, prepped oh. me for it, and that's what they plan to remove. So uh, really? they, my kidney is fine. They did what they called on them MRIs, and everything else is fine. They ain't working on nothing but my pancreas, sir. Right, right, right. Well, let, 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 let me say, I'm glad you brought that up, because this, 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 this is one reason why I called you. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, of course, I did call to pray for you. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, because yes, I want to make sure that, 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 that you make it through this successfully. But one another reason why I'm getting around to this here 
is uh, what I want to ask you, and I know we, we, you know, we've never met face to face. I've seen you a couple times, like I said, at the church, but you've been out most time uh, with your sickness and, and whatnot. But mm-hmm. now, what what I was going to ask you was, yeah. It, 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 and I know this is, I hate to come at you in the final hour when you're getting ready to go have surgery and all that, but if, if you don't mind, if, if you could see it in your heart to, to, to see, to do something for somebody else. Yes, sir. Uh, that's, that's the Lord's will. You're always supposed to help those who can't right, right. do it. Right, And I'm glad you, you think like that. Mm-hmm. Now, when they go in on Friday morning and and remove that pancreas out, do do you think, that 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 they could go in and and get one of your kidneys because I need one. Hold hold on just a minute, Deacon. I, what yeah. you say? What, what you say? See 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 what else? See, I've been going through myself with a, a little ailment, and 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 I'm wondering if, if if I need a kidney, and I'm wondering if you can give me one of yours when they go in to get your pancreas. They gonna already have you open. Did you say you wanted them to take one of my kidneys? Yeah, and give it to me because I need one. You need a kidney. Yeah. What, 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 I mean, you're already going to be laying there open. Wait a minute, mister. You need a kidney. I need help with my pancreas. You going to call me with some <laughs> like that, man? This ain't no work of the Lord. Now, you say, are you a deacon? Yeah, yeah, deacon uh, yeah uh, like I said, Deacon Patterson, my name. But see, what I'm asking you is, what, what no, harm is it? me, man. Bro- Brother Conley, what harm is it if you already open and laying on the table? Oh, you ain't heard a damn thing I said, have you? I said, I'll be, man, you crazy as hell. Now, what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to need to call the pastor. Because, see, it's a going on here. You say you knew, you mighty damn new, mister. Matter of fact, you too damn new to know who you're talking to. What, what, what I'm saying is, you have two two like you said, you say they did the MRI. And you're I don't give a what I said they did, man. I got two kidneys, you got two. One of yours bad, that's your problem, mister. Let me tell you something. I'm trying to get well, and you calling with this You say you a new deacon. You damn sure is. And you won't be at that church long. I tell you that because if I ever get close to your sister, we got some reckoning to do. What is it going to hurt for you to give me one of them kidneys if both them, if both them kidneys is good? It ain't going to hurt them thing because you ain't getting my kidney, man. It ain't going to hurt what, what is wrong with you? Say, man, all I'm saying is if you're going to be open and laying on the table, what is it going to hurt for you to no, give me one? Oh, now you're going to tell me I'm open and laying on the damn table. What kind of a prayer are you in charge of, mister? Let me tell you something. Obviously, I need to meet you before I get to the hospital. And maybe I can help take out that damn bad kidney of yours. I can tell you that. We it out. You won't feel a damn thing. How about that? I'll be damned if you're going to call and talk me out of one of my damn kidneys, man. I'm trying to live just like you trying to. Let the Lord take care of me because what you talking about ain't got a damn thing to do with Jesus. You can kiss my and get off my phone. That's what you can do. Can I say one more thing to you? What? Is you listening to me? Man, I don't listen to you and you ain't talking about nothing. That's got nothing to do with what's going on with me, mister. You running a game? If I could get to you, I'd put land in your say, you But can I just say one more thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Is you listening? For what? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your daughter. Oh, Lord have mercy. That girl, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Jesus. Are <laughs> hey, you all right? Brother Conley. Man, you done made me use language that I swear I don't know about. I heard my neighbors and them using that. I done stopped a long time ago talking Man, that away. Please forgive me. Lord have mercy. I, woo. Y'all, I'm going to have to. Lord have mercy. My heart is palpating here. Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> Mister, this ain't me. This ain't me. And you, I'll tell you what. 
<laughs> and I, I, I enjoy Steve Harvey and nephew Tommy. I do. Brother Conley, I got to ask you one more thing, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? It's got to be. It's got to be y'all. <laughs> it's got to be y'all. Hell, I don't even remember the name of it now. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lord help us. I ain't going to forget it now. Can anybody loan me a kidney? No, no. I no. need mine. No. No. Sorry. I want to loan me one. <laughs> I got to pee this. way too much to let my kidney go. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, here's a question. Well, actually, it's probably for Junior and Tommy. Because, Steve, we know that our jobs isn't as lucrative as yours, Steve. So, Because when we're with you, when we're with you, Steve, you pay for everything, right? <laughs> Y'all don't. Right, right. <laughs> okay. I pay sometimes. Uh, I pay sometimes. Tommy do. I pay sometimes. Yeah, Junior has. Yeah, okay. I've never Would seen it. All right, so anyway. You, you haven't called it. Ever. <laughs> what you say, Carla? And nor will I. No, no, ever, no. So, okay, so here's a question for Junior and Tommy. So think about your friends and family. Mm-hmm. You're the ones who make the decent money in this friendship or in your family. In your circle, okay. Yeah. Now, do you splurge on them, or do you feel like they're a leech? Or And, and does money actually change everything? <sighs> Can we talk about something else? Mm. Why? Because I don't need my family that in Houston listening. Well, we got to go on and say it, though, Junior. Well, go ahead. I splurge on them. Uh-huh. I guess my problem is is when I think you expect it. Okay. When we sit down for dinner at a restaurant and it's 15, 20 of us, mm-hmm. I think I, I started, you know, I've been telling my wife, I said, I think they expect this all the damn time. Ain't nobody said I got by, I got me and my wife, I got ours. Don't nobody say that. Mm-hmm. It's just... Pass that envelope down there to Tommy. They not mm-hmm. fitting to say that either. Nah, they not going to mm-hmm. do that. Because you're talking to somebody speaking up right now that's been there. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead, Steve. Go ahead. I can walk y'all through the whole process, but please don't expect them to ever say it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fix their lips or nothing. <laughs> it ain't fitting to come out. Don't, 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 don't prepare your ears like, what? No, no, because they didn't. They didn't say it. They not fitting to say it. They ain't about to say it. Hello. You finna pay for everything. So what I do with my family when I'm around them, I just treat them first class. Y'all just come on. This the life. Here it is. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Now, when y'all go home, you know, I I take care of my family now. You know, my brothers Mm -hmm. and sisters, they ain't got to work. Mm -hmm. I call. Here go y'all's, you know, little something every month. Here you go. I love y'all. I I don't want y'all struggling. Right. little, Little baby brother doing good. Mm-hmm. Here. After that, that's it. Mm-mm. See, but what I did was I had to do that because I had to stop the constant request. Furnace oh. went out. Air conditioner, Brown. Uh huh. I need ties. So they kept coming to you. Disconnection notice. Uh huh. I went to the doctor. Hold up. Hold mm-hmm. up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> you gotta pay the doctor bill. And you know, man, it becomes a request from two sisters, a nephew. My nephew mm-hmm. ain't never asked me for nothing. Two sisters, two brothers, just a request. Bro, I'm trying to fix my garage. Can you help me? That mm-hmm. damn dope. It's dislodged. And see, I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. 
So what I do is I just, I got everybody in a situation. Here we are. This, everybody got a little payroll check coming from. Mm-hmm. Here it is every month. You know you're going to get that. All y'all pensions, y'all can keep your pensions that you done earned off your jobs, wow, your retirement geez. money, and here go your little baby brother throwing in a little bit more. Now, can you make it from there? Because I feel as though you should. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see no reason okay. why you can't. Ladies and gentlemen, our very own voice of reason, intellect, and most importantly, the facts. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Steve. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. U.S. District Court Judge Emmett Sullivan blocking the Trump administration's new rules on asylum, declaring them a violation of federal immigration law. The way Judge Sullivan puts it, quote, it is a will of Congress, not the whims of the executive, that set the standards for expedited removal. That's the quote. Under Trump's current policy, immigrants who claim that they've suffered domestic violence or gang violence in their home countries cannot use either reason as grounds for seeking asylum here. Meanwhile, it does appear that the Congress is getting closer to averting a partial government shutdown tomorrow. In fact, Democrats in the Senate have gone along with Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell's short-term spending bill designed to keep the government operating through early February. I'm glad the leader thinks the government should not shut down over the president's demand for a wall. And Democrats will support this CR. CR refers to continuing resolution. That was Senate Democratic leader Charles Schumer. The measure uh, from the majority Republican Senate still does not contain the $5 billion that Trump wants for attack from taxpayers for his border wall. Outgoing House Speaker Paul Ryan bid farewell to the Hill yesterday. And although he didn't mention Donald Trump by name, he did call for renewed political civility. For all the noise, there is passionless energy. We sort of default to lazy litmus tests and shop-worn denunciations. It's just emotional pablum fed through a trough of outrage. It's exhausting. It saps meaning from our politics. And it discourages good people from pursuing public service. And Ryan says that outrage has now become a brand. The Wisconsin Republican said that he was grateful for his two decades in Congress. And he's going to leave at the end of his term. The president says he's pulling all U.S. troops out of Syria. And interestingly enough, there are people on both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrats, who really don't feel that we should be pulling our troops out and feel that's a really uh, not such a great move that President Trump has come up with. There's been another episode of Living While Black. Okay, this time a young black man goes into a bank in Ohio to cash his first paycheck from a new job. The white people working at Huntington Bank thought it was too large a sum for a black man to be making, so they called the police who took the man to custody and only released him after they reached his boss. And then the boss verified that, yes, this is my employee, and yes, he is paid that much. That was Huntington Bank in Ohio. The so-called First Step Act, a measure backed by President Trump, and believe it or not, sailed through the Senate this week. It's a First Step Act. It's a criminal justice reform bill aimed at lowering uh, prison recidivism and sentences for nonviolent drug offenses. It was promoted by presidential son-in-law Jared Kushner, the idea favored by both Republicans and Democrats. The First Step Act expected to pass the House easily. You may not have experienced this, but a new study says loneliness peaks at three stages of life. People in their late 20s, then their mid-50s, and their late 80s. That's when we're sad. But today is National Go Caroling Day. Now back to the Steve Harvey Sing Morning Show, everybody. Sing You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Game the round for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man in the street. Very simple question. The question is, what is your favorite Christmas song? Joy to the World. Jingle Bells. Oh, Holy Night. Silent Night. 
I'm dreaming of a white Christmas because Bakersfield never has one. <laughs> Mali Kalikimaka. Could you sing that for me? Oh, no. <laughs> Joy to the world. Silent night. Grandma got run over by rain. Grandma got run over by reindeer. <laughs> Rudolph the Red Riddle's reindeer. Sing a little bit for me. No. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells are rock. Jingle bell rockin' night away. Merry Christmas, pretty baby. Merry Christmas, pretty baby. By Charles Brown. What's your favorite Christmas song? Santa Baby. I like that one. Joy to the world. Silent night. A holy night. Santa Claus went to the ghetto. Chestnuts roasting. Christmas Carol. <laughs> I like the Mariah Carey one. That's that's one of my yeah. favorite songs. I love that. The question today is, what is your favorite? Favorite Christmas song. Man, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. What's the name of that one? This Christmas fireside blazing bright. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Can you sing a little bit? No. It's Christmas. Sing it. Oh no. (laughs) Michael Jackson, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Can you sing it? Mm. (laughs) Mmm. White Christmas. Um, the one from uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. The uh, oh Christmas tree. <laughs> or no, that's not it. Is it? No, it's the other one. It's the. Uh, is that that is it? Yeah, yeah. My favorite Christmas song is Santa Claus Comes to the Ghetto by Snoop Dogg and Nate Dogg. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So go on, nephew, with your little segment. Oh. Well, you know, it's just, it's that time of the year, right, Shirley, and right. it's good for some people, and then mm-hmm. some people have to make adjustments. You understand what I'm saying? Side, side pieces have to make adjustments. You understand that? Mm-hmm. And I and I want to talk to all of y'all. Here's one I, just, listen, don't, find out what mall I'm going to, because uh-huh. I don't need you at that mall. Thank you. You understand what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. You understand? We don't if need I'm to show up at the same mall. No. no, it's a free country. No, she can not. go wherever no, she not. wants to go. No, it's not. I can't be shopping with my family no. with I all can't these be bags. Free and, and, see loose that. and then see you? Yeah. How's he going to concentrate yeah. on getting uh-huh. his kids? Getting cookies right. for the kids you and look up, saying? you in the same yeah. land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that affects that? our relationship later when you see me shopping with my Who family. Who needs that? Just don't go to the mall. Hey. Tell me. At all. Don't go to the mall at all. Yeah. I'm good with that. Every store. And don't drive by my house to see the lights and stuff. Don't don't do that. Because I'm myself. decorating. Because I'm decorating. Don't, don't do that. Don't drive by that. All my little rain don't deals put lit up. Don't, don't do that. Why is you passing don't, by the house? Don't you put the lights up for the people to see? Don't put yourself okay. through that. I'm a Why are you putting yourself through that, Shirley? It affects our relationship I'm a after And you the see new silhouettes year. of me and my family in there. You don't need to see that. <laughs> Because you're going to want to be there. Yeah, you see okay. shadows of us walking around. <laughs> don't send me a video of yourself at home by yourself. I know you at home. I know by you by yourself. <laughs> okay? I know you there. Don't you think I know where you at? Okay. Now, here's awful. the deal. Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. I'm coming by there at noon. Uh-huh. Okay? Oh, no. Our Christmas is from noon to 2.30 on Christmas Eve. <laughs> That's when our Christmas ah, Eve. Good time. Okay? Good time. You we got to be gone. We're going to get it all yeah. in yeah. right there. I'm going to bring three, four gifts for you. Yeah. The gifts you got for me, I can't take them with me right I now. I can't take Hold a plate it. home. What, you, what is wrong with uh, you? Man. A plate? I can't come in here with no box and put it under the tree. <laughs> Who that's from? 
I can't take the boxes you got for me and put them up underneath. Make a if you want to. I'm throwing it on the highway. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I never see that nice. That box. ham is going out the window. Make it. Go ahead, and make it. Trust. Don't buy that watch, you guys. Really? Watch gonna be on the side of the road. Don't 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 call me uh-huh. or send me music to my phone. What do they do? Lonely Christmas. Don't don't do that. Oh, the emotions. Yeah. What, what do, they do, do the lonely do? Uh-huh. They don't call. That's what they don't do. That's what they don't do. They don't call. (laughs) This all this texting, all this texting, sending Christmas pictures, and all. No. Okay, no. Wait a minute. This time, when do you hook up with the side people? What day is that? Christmas Eve at noon to two thirty. Okay, I'm talking about after that. After Christmas, what day? This goes on to the second, boy. I mean, what? <laughs> Till the new year? The new year. Oh, uh, so our Christmas uh, and so our done. New Year's Eve is the same two and a half hours. We're going to get New Year's and Christmas all of them together. Yeah. Right there. Two and a half hours. So, so we're going to change wait, hold gifts up. and we're going to eat chitlins right there on the 24th. <laughs> In two and a half hours. In two and hold a half up. Hours. It can be done. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but Steve is suspiciously quiet right now. Will you have anything to say to your to nephew? Listen Nothing? <laughs> what? This boy right here, I have forewarned you. Stop this! This boy marriage is so much trouble. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna be in this laughing with him. I'm not gonna be the I'm not gonna be the Billy Bush to Donald Trump. <laughs> that ain't what I'm gonna do. Just sitting up on the bus, Steve Harvey. Both bus I took a now drink. My damn job, oh my though. god! I'm gonna spit tea everywhere. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm be so the bully sorry. bush. <laughs> oh, this one bus. more time, one more time. I'm not gonna be the Billy Bush <laughs> to Donald Trump <laughs> with these damn jokes. <laughs> the only one out of work right now, damn it, is Billy Bush. And all right. he was doing was laugh. Right, Trump made it to the White House. <laughs> and uh. Billy gone. <laughs> Never That's to be heard from again. Desperately wrong with this picture. Yeah, just we've saying, never man. even heard it's from just Billy. We're just giving out know. the don'ts. That's all we're doing, Steve. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I ain't with none of this. <laughs> Thank all you, Steve. All on Facebook, though, looking at the family Christmas picture. Why are you doing that to you? Why yeah. you do that? Yeah, do that. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. But first, nephew, it's time for today's prank phone call. Y'all hold tight. Here it comes. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Cassandra. This is she. Hey, how you doing? I'm fine. Who's this? Uh, This is Brian. This is Brian. I work with your sister, Kiva. Okay. Uh, we've we've met a couple times. Uh, you you've come out to happy hour with us a couple times, but that's been a, you you just had a baby, right? Oh yeah, so that must have been a long time ago. I I sure did just have a baby. Okay. You, you said this is Brian. Yeah, Brian. Congratulations. How many months is it now? It's been three months since I've had him. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, congratulations to you. Listen, we um we're putting together a uh, a potluck Christmas party, and we wanted to invite you out. Oh, okay. Is this some kind of surprise or something? See, my Kiva would be calling. Well, I, 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 you know what I'm. The, my job is to call around since it's a potluck and and make sure we get everybody to bring something. What I wanted to do is, uh, I told her she should invite uh, her sister. I'm sure your sister. I, I was just saying you probably hadn't been able to get out since the baby, and maybe you would want to get out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you said that. I've been trapped in this house with this baby. Oh, and he, oh, he's such a greedy baby. 
but uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm here a lot. This is like my second child, and I'm telling you, he was nothing like the first one, but I haven't been out. When is the party? Uh, it's going to be next week. Next Friday, we're going to throw it, and uh, we're not trying to do anything too late, probably around 6 o'clock. Everybody's going to leave work a little early, but we're going to all bring a little something to uh, contribute to the party, you know, whatever type of food or drinks or whatever. So we just wanted to reach out and give you an invitation. Uh, I just need to see if I can get a babysitter. I haven't had to use a babysitter yet, but I'll, I'll try. I'll do my best for me. It's my sister and her friend, so I'd be glad to come. So you said it's, it's potluck. What what are y'all bringing? Well, some people are bringing finger food. Okay. Some people are bringing uh, desserts, uh, nachos, and things like okay. that. So I guess a little bit of everything, and uh, everybody's just in the Christmas spirit. We're just going to have a good time. Well, uh, do I need to cook it myself, or can I just order something and have it delivered or something like that? You know, I'm fooling with this baby. I can't get too much done while I'm here, but I'll be glad to contribute. Uh, well, actually, we're, we're interested in getting some eggnog. Yeah, I can probably, I could send my husband out to get some because, you know, there's this, there's this specialty shop. They make some good homemade eggnog. I could do eggnog. Well, well, hang on. We didn't we didn't want anything from a specialty shop. We're real particular about uh, having good eggnog. We've always had good eggnog every year when we throw the big potluck Christmas party. We wanted to see if you didn't mind making some eggnog from scratch. But, okay. you know, if you if you could really, really help us out, uh, you know, you using using the uh, breast milk to do it. Well, they make the best milk over there. I know they use whole milk. Sometimes they use that buttercream milk. You know what? I should get my aunt to make it because she got a real good recipe, and I know she uses the best milk there is. I can get her to make oh. some. Is that okay? Okay. So you, you, your mom has what kind of milk? My auntie, she makes the best eggnog, and I know she used, like, whole milk and buttermilk and stuff. That's what I was thinking. I don't know if Kiva told you, but she no, makes No, 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 no. We want some breast milk, not the best milk. We want breast. Aren't you breastfeeding? You you say breast as in B-R-E-A-S-T, breast milk? Breast milk, yes, yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm breastfeeding, but breast milk is for babies. Adults, people don't supposed to drink that. If you if you not no infant, you're not supposed but to breast drink milk. milk. Breast I... milk is the best milk. See, so what we was trying to do is get get the uh, eggnog made with breast milk, and that's what Wait we want. Wait a minute, to... Brian. You said your name is Brian. Yes, I'm Brian. Okay, Brian. You must be white, cause cause black folks don't drink breast milk. That's for babies. Okay, I am not making eggnog. With breast milk. Now, breast milk is not what you get. That is for my newborn infant. That sounds nasty, unsterile. Why would I do that to other people? What kind of is that to ask somebody to do? I mean, is there a way you can, like, pump out two gallons for us? I mean, we just try... You know what? We about to end this conversation. That is not something I'm about to do, okay? I am not pumping milk for some Christmas party. That. That is nasty, Okay. Somebody going to call the health department on y'all bringing up milk up there to make some eggnog. Who the does that? We don't do that. This ain't no feed of village with my milk. You you know what? Uh, ma'am, ma'am I, 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 I mean, I, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to offend you. I just wanted to see uh, if, it, if it was something that you would do for us. You know, if maybe you could you could squeeze out a couple of gallons and we could. Uh, gallons. I'm past offended. I ain't squeezing out a tablespoon of breast milk to be donating to some Christmas party. What the who the f- does that? Okay, you, now you uh, got me f- up. You need to tell Keith. First of all, I don't even know why the f- he even gave you my f- number to invite me to some f- 
Because she couldn't have, she couldn't have known you were going to ask me to make some damn eggnog with real breast milk. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell Kiva exactly what I wanted, but I didn't think it was going to be this much of a, of a problem that you would be have a problem with a couple gallons so we could have a good time with real good milk. Uh, hold, Brian, y'all work in corporate America. Surely you are smarter than that to be calling somebody asking for some breast milk. Who does that? What you can do, if you want some eggnog, you can stop at the grocery store and get you some Infamil or some Similac and make some eggnog yourself if that's what you choose to do. But my breast milk, you can't even pay for it, okay? I don't get down like that. That's some if I ever heard of it. You too intelligent be calling around asking people for some milk. Who the does that? So you're going to be this selfish that you can't loan us a little bit of breast milk so we can have a great time with some eggnog at the party? Selfish? Selfish? Loan? Breast milk. Okay, you know what? You know what, Cassandra? Don't worry about it. We don't even want you at the party. If you ain't going to bring the breast milk, then don't come to the party. Damn right. I don't need to come to your funky party. And you tell Kiva, this is some to even have her friend call me. I am, I am the party coordinator, and Kiva knows that. That's And I, I tried to be nice enough to invite I, you. I'm offended. I am offended, okay? Would you ask your wife or your girlfriend or whoever your baby mama is to do some like that? Would you expect somebody to ask her? You disrespecting me asking me for some like that. Okay, uh, uh, I know you know what? Brian, what is your last name? Because I'm, I'm failing to remember who you are because I'm sure going to ask. Well, well, Brian, Brian, Brian ain't really my name. I didn't really want to tell you my real name. Oh, so, so you playing on the phone then? You, you probably don't even know my sister. Now, who is this? I mean, I, I talked to your sister uh, about 20 minutes ago. I talked to Kiva. You ain't talked to my Kiva because this is a I know that too clearly. Okay, but I want to go on and tell you this you, here. You know what? You're going to get off my damn phone. That's what you're going to do. Kiva told me to call because, see, I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and your sister Kiva got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> you talking about that nephew Tommy is on the TV and the radio. You know <laughs> 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 Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I'm embarrassed. I know. Oh, you real funny, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Cassandra, oh. I got to ask you, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, right now, guys, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. Don't forget, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on parenting, on sex, on more... Uh, submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com. And, I had uh, a parenting question for y'all. I asked oh, y'all yeah. earlier, and y'all are not giving me a chance to ask no, y'all this. We would like to talk to you about it, maybe about 41 yeah. after the hour. Can what? we do it then? Yeah, let's yeah. let's, let's Yeah, we got to get to the letter. It's his show. But, I'm, but go ahead. Run your That's show. right, run, Tommy. Run your show. Don't let them take over. Oh, you can't even say your W. Always trying to be in charge of something. What'd you say, Sean? Sure? 41. Uh-oh, what? He can't even say his W's, and he's going to try and defend someone? Oh, no, you ain't letting the wing stop come <laughs> between this. Or the water burger. <laughs> it's what a burger. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> they have delicious fries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, click submit strawberry letter. And thank you guys because we have been getting a lot of letters in. We need more, though. Guess I'll just ask tomorrow. I told you when. <laughs> Stop being like that. You can't ask nothing on his show. That don't hey. make no sense to me. You just well, you be don't... quiet, okay? How about that? 
whatever. <laughs> introduce the letter. <laughs> Buckle the letter. up and hold on tight. Here it is. Strawberry letter. They only let me say that because there ain't no damn W. Wow. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Subject, he chose his wife over me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need your advice because I really want to kick my dad's wife's behind. I am a 42-year-old single mother of two kids. My children's dads don't help me financially, so my father has helped me raise my kids for the past 15 years. Well, I recently lost my job and everything went downhill. I wasn't able to pay my rent, so I had to move out of my apartment at the beginning of this month. I called my dad to ask if we could move back home, and my dad had the nerve to tell me that I had to discuss it with his wife, my stepmother. He put her on the phone and she screamed. <laughs> What'd she say? H-E-double-L, no. Hell no. Yes. And uh, said this would be the ninth time that I've moved back in with them. She said it's not their problem that I can't keep a job and that both of my kids' dads are losers. She said she will no longer allow me to ruin my daddy's credit. <laughs> then she told me to get off my fat blank. No, stop, Shirley. You're doing Yo, it just fat good. ass. Fat yes. ass. Read the and paper. Start, and start taking care of myself. Uh, before she could finish, I hung up on her. Yes, I have made plenty of mistakes, but I don't need her throwing them in my face. So now my children and I are living with my girlfriend, but we can't stay there much longer. My dad will not speak to me until I apologize to his wife. I told him that was never going to happen. Why should I apologize to this woman? She hurt my feelings, so she should apologize to me and let me move in until I get back on my feet. I don't feel like I'm wrong. This was my dad's way. This was this was my dad way before he was her husband. Stephen Shirley, what do you think? Uh -oh. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. How wrong are you? You are just so wrong right here. Uh, and the fact that you don't know this makes this letter even more ridiculous, okay? Your father has every right to do what he's doing, confer with his wife. He has to discuss this with his wife, okay? It's her house, too. Uh, your, your dad doesn't owe you anything, okay? Uh, he doesn't have to let you and your kids move in with them. I mean, how much more is he supposed to do for you at 42? He's been helping you for the last 15 years. That help has turned into enabling. Yes, your dad was your enabler, and he is tired of it now. And wifey is not having it at all, okay? And, and how old are these boys now? You, they've hey, been doing 15. this for 15 years? Yeah. Come on now. It's time for you to take your baby's daddies to court and uh, get some child support so you can get the financial help you need to, uh, you know, live your life the way you need to live your life. And yes, of course, apologize to your stepmom. And for your dad. You're trying to make them feel guilty for not letting you get back in. They have every right to do what they did. Every right. Come on now. Steve? Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Your turn. Come on, boy. Steve. Yeah, these type of letters where I excel. Yes. My gift comes out in letters like this. <laughs> Let me take you down to it. Because you really want to kick your daddy's wife behind. I'm 42. Let's just start the damn the single mother part. <laughs> you, <laughs> you 42. What? Heffa, you ain't 24. You done flipped it. You 42. You got two kids. Nothing's wrong here. 42. Two kids. Ain't bad. 
Nothing wrong with that. You ready? Ready. My children's dads don't help me financially. So they not sending no child support. None. Right. So my father has helped me raise my kids 15 years. Oh, you scared me, yeah, man. Yeah, you really did. No, don't worry about that. Okay. I do this. <laughs> That's you doing a Tommy with the W's. Oh, okay. 15 years. You yeah. don't need an extra breath for that? <laughs> Somebody been helping you with these damn kids, and ain't they damn... It's your damn hunt, your boyfriends. Fifteen years. Well, I recently lost my job and everything went downhill. I wasn't able to pay my rent, so I had to move out of my apartment at the beginning of this month. I called my daddy and asked him if we could move back home, and my daddy had the nerve to tell me I had discussed this with his wife. That's because it's her house. And the other reason is because your ass is 42. (laughs) You ain't 15 get put out. You 42. My stepmother, he put her on the phone, and she screamed, hell no. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I love her. I love that. Mama. And let me tell you why she said hell She's no. Because this will be the ninth time. <laughs> One more time. One more time. This will be the ninth time. Yeah. Nine damn times. You're 42-year-old behind <laughs> that came crawling back to the house. You ain't crawling up in here no more. Too grown, boy. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why you really can't come back. Uh-oh. It ain't just the nine times. Oh, that's big. Uh-huh. But I got more than that. Why your behind can't come back up in here nine damn times. <laughs> Who do that? Oh, Who lose their place to stay nine times? You just ain't paying no damn rent. Uh-uh. He's mad at his, at his wife, though. That's, if the kids ain't a 15. Right. But that's see, it, damn near every year you get put out. Thank you, the stepmama. You buying iPhones and Jordans. Your ass ain't paying the rent. Right. All right, we're going to have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. He chose his wife over me. This 42-year-old woman who is single because he can't get nobody to marry her because she keep picking losers that don't pay no child support and help her financially with these two boys. I feel sorry for that, but that ain't the problem. You called your daddy because you lost your job. And why you keep losing jobs? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, uh-huh. you, you keep losing jobs. Then you call your daddy. Now, he didn't help you in the past, but this time he told you he had to discuss it with his wife. Now, you want to kill her. <laughs> you want to kick my wife's daddy behind. My, he put my stepmother on the phone and she screamed, hell no, you ain't coming in here. <laughs> hell no. no. You got to bring it. She said it would be the ninth time and she did not lie. She's a business. I love her. Because you didn't dispute it. This the ninth damn time <laughs> that I moved back in with them. She been now through eight move-ins. Mm, mm, mm. She said it's not their problem. That I can't keep a job and that both my kids' dads are losers. You slept with them bums 
Now they ain't helping out with the kids. Okay, keep, <laughs> come on, read that this next is, line. She disobeyed the ninth time. She says she will no longer <laughs> allow me to ruin my daddy's credit. Here is what come on. you really mad about. Come on, come on. <laughs> she then told me to get off my fat ass. <laughs> And yes. start taking care of myself. Yes. That's what prompted this That's letter, it. right? That's it. She done called your fat ass out. <laughs> See, that wasn't that, that she wasn't gonna write this letter until she told her, get off your fat ass uh-huh. <laughs> and take care of yourself. Hello. Now we have the letter. Now, before she could finish, I hung up on her. Because the fat ass wiped you out. I know what it was. uh, uh, uh. This is how the conversation. Get off your fat ass and take care of yourself. Uh, uh. Hey, Unc. What is daddy and stepmama over there doing by themselves anyway? What are they doing? They live it. Yeah. <laughs> they 42. They, they probably set 60, 70, they're just enjoying their life. And loving their mm-hmm. right. They don't living want them damn kids life. in there, her fat ass in there eating groceries. <laughs> <laughs> they already, last time she was here, what reason she left, they padlocked the refrigerator. <laughs> they put combinations on all the cabinets. <laughs> and you know those boys are Be big. sure she could finish, I hung mm, up on her. Everything. Yes, I have made, now here we go. Here come the confession now. I hung up on her. Yeah. Yes, I have made plenty of mistakes, but I don't need her throwing them in my face. She ain't throwing them in the face. You keep throwing them in their face. You keep dragging them damn kids <laughs> right, back over there right. eight yeah. times prior. Mm-hmm. It ain't that they throwing it in your face. You keep bringing it to their face. So now my children and I are living with my girlfriend, but we can't stay there much longer. You know why? Because your girlfriend know you got a fat ass. Mm. And you're over there eating groceries up over there, too. And them two boys. <laughs> Boy. My dad would not speak to me until I apologized to his wife. Because, see, you ain't just hang up. See, see what, what she what called happened? you, fat ass, take care of yourself. Oh. Oh. Oh, you went out the house like you at the Waffle House. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you was going to come back around. Oh, you threw something back up in that house. Then now you got to regret. I'm fat. Oh, I, I'm fat. I ain't the only one fat. <laughs> Me and you wear the same size because when I lived there, I wore your clothes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't come back. And that's why you got to apologize. I told him I was that was never going to happen. Now, you're not going to apologize to him? Well, you ain't getting in this woman's no. house. No. Are you stupid? Yeah. Why should I apologize to this woman? She hurt my feelings. You been eating her groceries, mm. staying in her house, messing up your daddy credit. Mm. She don't owe you nothing. No. She hurt my feelings. So she should apologize to me and let me move in until I get back on my feet. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, everybody always got to do something for you. Mm-hmm. She got to apologize to me and let me move in until I get back on my feet. It's hard to get on your feet with ass your side. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I've seen big people fall before. It take a while. <laughs> they got to roll over, get on both knees. They need a hand up. If they ain't no hand on nowhere, they just stay there. Stop that. No, I'm telling you, that's what this is. I don't feel like I'm wrong. Well, Shirley told you I'm wrong. This was my dad way before he was her husband. Yeah, your dad. But when he get a wife, he has to leave all others and cleave unto her. That's your ass is included in the leave. Her what? Your ass is included in the leave. And you could come over people's house and stay long if you leave some of that ass. 
They're going to have to lose the appetite. But your brain's that wide ass with you. <laughs> yeah. 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 too long. And your steady replenishing ass. See, if you would get in the weight loss business, somebody wouldn't mind letting you stay there. But you're in the ass replenishing business. You over there just growing ass. <laughs> We sitting up here watching this get wild as we go. Your sons is sitting on it while you're walking around Walmart. You got one son on each cheek. You ain't got to get a grocery cart. Your boys are riding your ass around the grocery cart. She really doesn't get it. She says this was my dad way before he was her husband. Come on. Yeah, that's right. But so damn what? He's still your daddy, and he say you can't come over there. He's not, like Shirley said, he's not just your daddy. He's been your enabler. You've been over these people's house eight times. So what you do is you know you ain't got to do right as long as you don't want to because you can just go over your daddy's house. Well, they put a stop to this. So now I ain't got to go to work. I don't feel like it today. You fired. I'm going to my daddy's house. Exactly. You ought to be taking care of dad, actually. Mm -hmm. You're old enough. You're 42. You're lazy. And your ass look like a coffee. <laughs> All right, Steve, we got to go. Uh, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at my girl Shirley. And coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, because Santa's so busy, some of the Macy's department stores now, you got to make an appointment to see Santa. see Santa. So I have the schedule right here. Okay. All right. It's time to go. So shut up, Junior. Here it is. You listening? We yeah. Come on. Come on, From Steve. 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., uh-huh. mm-hmm. Santa is gonna see kids that have long lists. Okay. <laughs> That's just from 9 to 11. Don't come in here after 11 with no long list. We're just doing long listers from 9 to 11. Okay. Gotcha. okay. Okay. And Santa is warning you this year: don't be repeating stuff you hear the other kids say, <laughs> making your, your list longer. <laughs> Just read your list to Santa uh-huh. from the nine long list to eleven. First. Do them, get them out the way first, right? Then okay. at noon, uh-huh. starting at noon, Santa will see all the kids that are whiners. <laughs> whiners. You whine a lot. Oh, the wine. Shut your ass up and wait till noon. <laughs> this the black Santa. <laughs> what time is the hot What time is the wine is Steve? That's 12 noon for the wines. <laughs> Not the oh. winings. The whiners. The whiners. Oh, okay. That's very different. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Cut all that whining. Now. <laughs> Between three and five, uh-huh. this is important. Three yeah, and okay. five, Santa gonna deal with the kids that just won't sit still. <laughs> okay, okay. The kids that fidget. Oh, the, the fidgeters. The fidget kids. And any any children that might bite. Bite. Yeah. Because from three to they five, we gonna have the black Santa sit in, and he gonna deal with the. Kids will let the bite and fit, sit your ass still. Bite, <laughs> if you bite me, I'm going to bite you back. <laughs> you know, you got to hear stuff like that. Uh, if you bite me, okay. I'm going to bite you back. That's scary. Sit your ass still. Sit your ass. Know how to grip okay. them up. Okay. Okay, now, from then until 7, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> this is towards the end of the day. Right. Come okay. On. Come on. From then, that'll be from five to seven, uh-huh. all loud criers <laughs> and, uh, and kids that's afraid of Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna save your scary ass to later on in that day. So if you know your baby gonna holler loud and is afraid of Santa, bring him every day. We gonna, on that day, we gonna bring in a, we gonna bring a skinnier Santa Claus in so he ain't as imposing. Yeah, Maybe yeah, cut down yeah. on some of the crime. Uh, but that's right after key. the black Santa get through snatching or not yeah. a couple of kids <laughs> and threatening them. <laughs> then listen this. very carefully. Because this is critical. Okay. Right before closing. Mm. Mm. Now, we only going to take 10 of these a day, so you got to make an appointment. Only this? 10 of these a day. Okay. Very important. These are kids who pee on Santa. <laughs> what? <laughs> if your child don't take a ten a day, pee on Santa. This is at the end of the day, and we're only gonna take ten. Santa limit. got some special gear made. We're gonna switch him out from the skinny Santa. Bring back fat Santa. But he ain't really that fat. It's just he got on a lot of absorbing clothes. Uh-huh. And oh, so, man. towards the end, 10 a day, that's <laughs> all we doing. Because we got enough absorbent pads on there where yeah. he can soak up 10 peas. Okay. <laughs> so, we're just doing 10. If your baby number 11 in line, he got to come back tomorrow. <laughs> we try to get oh, him in there. But it's cold. at the end of the day, that way when Santa take his suit off, we can burn it. Wow. <laughs> I bet he get peed on a lot, huh? I, yeah, well, you know he I ain't even thought about it. Yeah, you know he do. So man. that's our schedule. So please, if your children <laughs> fit in there anywhere, okay. you know, you'll be able to know where your child fits in. You broke all that loud head. ass crying and all that. You know when your child is going whiners, mm. you know, kids with long lists. Just know where your child fit in. But especially those that pee on Santa. <laughs> Right. End of the day, only, only ten of them. Though. And ten, ten days, only ten pills. <laughs> ten. And if your baby big, then we just gonna do nine. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can see. Yeah, he's gonna do nine. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> right, you, you can't have 11. nobody breaking loose like a yeah. great day. Don't bring them pills up there early because they're not going to see Santa at they're all, They're not right? going to see Santa. And if you pee on Santa early and uh-huh. we informed you about that, we will sue you. Are you going to sue the kids, the children? No, we're going to sue parents. the mama. Yeah. Because they know. We they know. know that they We told pee. you what time to bring the little. He peed, didn't he, Steve? All of this will be posted at Macy's. <laughs> Busy schedule. Santa got a crazy list. That's what he got. Uh, I gotta come but back. I can't get in here later on. What is Santa doing from noon to three after he sees the whiners? Three. Well, he gonna take a break because he gonna go smoke. <laughs> That's a smoke break for three to five. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, the holidays, you know, are supposed to be a time for peace and love and joy mm-hmm. and all of that, you know. Right. Well, we, we all know the truth. It's usually filled with tons of stress, plenty of arguments. So how bad does it get, you ask? Well, according to a brand new st- survey, 88% 
That's a lot of people. That's a lot of argument. 88% of respondents say they get stressed out celebrating the holidays with the average couple having seven arguments throughout the season. Seven? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's living up to the expectations of Christmas, man. Because what you see on television ain't always what you got in your house. So, you ain't lying. Uh-uh. Oh, I've never had that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why. No, we okay. never had that Christmas. All right, so let's Nine. talk. <laughs> <laughs> not ever, huh? No, I've never had the Christmas you know, on the, TV. You know, the Christmas I've had, I've woken up to my dad and his draw passed out in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I got to step over him to go play with my toys. I, I can top that one. I can definitely top Uh-oh, that. Jay, oh, Jay, you're always so Christmas. sad. Come on. Well, the, my Christmas is always sad. All I ask my parents <laughs> to do uh-huh. my mom and my dad to get my bicycle fixed for Christmas. <laughs> not a new one. Not, not a new bike. Not, not a new one. <laughs> just get just get me a flat, get fix the flat, then uh-huh. I can ride with everybody else who had a bike. <laughs> I go downstairs on Christmas. All I see is pajama tops and pajama bottoms. I don't I'm not saying who had on what, okay? <laughs> and they was passed the hell out. That's all I'm saying. I saw pajama tops and I saw pajama bottoms and passed out. You didn't get your bike fixed? What? Didn't get the bike fixed. You got a you got an old new bike. It just don't work. I had a nice bike. All I needed was fixed, Tommy. Just fix the flat. And that was easy back in the day, right? To fix a flat on a bike. Oh, that was simple. That, yeah. you're supposed, Jay actually supposed to do that yeah. himself. You could actually blow it up with your lips, the tire. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be able to fix that. You gonna be able to put that patch on there, Jay? Yeah, man. And pump that thing yeah, back man. up. Okay, so, so listen, Christmas guys. me out. <laughs> I see. Well, here, here's what people are fighting about. Uh, the biggest source of arguments is deciding where to spend the holidays. Okay, you want to spend oh, yeah. it with your side of the family. She wants to spend it with well, her we don't side have of the family. Problem. Yeah, okay. all of that. Okay, followed by how much money you're gonna spend on gifts. Yeah. I think gifts is Ooh, just so, yeah. it's so overrated. We we do too much with that. Whatever. Wait, I'm just saying. Wait, whatever. Too, I don't even hear you right much. now. I don't even hear See that, you. All right that now. in the mall, just <laughs> dragging bags and trying to. Yeah. Ooh, this. You're supposed they don't to have give on Christmas. When can y'all get it in? It's yeah. just too much. Yeah, I, I, I give out money. Should I just keep I, I do too. I, yes, I do too. Man. Take some money with you. I do too. That's when what I do. When the kids come up yeah. to you, man, just give them the money. Yeah, I, I don't have the patience anymore to shop for everyone no. else. Because okay. if I go Christmas shopping, everything is for me. <laughs> I buy everything. See, that's a problem. <laughs> that's terrible. That's a problem. That's, but that's if, what if I do. If three quarters <laughs> of a trunk is for you, it's for me. That's bad. <laughs> But I so but I, I feel just you, give girl. money. You be yeah. like, "Ooh, that's cute." That's, that's cute. cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buying I presents. If that fits me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why do, I need one of these. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, um, you know, so we know from Jay, his stress from the holiday was not getting no, his bike. They all yeah. were very sad. Yeah. Well, you 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 went childhood on this, Jay. But what mm. about now as an still, adult? Still you know, they talking about like the Christmas. arguments, no. right, Shirley? That's what the yeah, survey was uh-huh. saying. You, you know what I've been Stress doing? out. What? Tony? You know what I've been doing? I've been I, now since they don't get me what I want. Who is that? You tell them my your wife, family? my kids. Yeah. Oh, you know. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, they, they say I have everything, so they don't get me. You know, they don't know what to get. So I go uh-huh. out and I buy four or five gifts mm-hmm. for me. Uh-huh. Get them wrapped. Yeah. I put them under the tree uh-huh. from time to time. <laughs> yes. And I am the most no, excited person when I open it up on, on Christmas Day. Oh, my God. Look what I got me. 
<laughs> I, I saw that commercial, Tommy, off Walmart. Did you see it with a lady? Two oh, moms yes. from mom. Uh-huh. I saw she that. She bought a mixer. A mixer, and, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be excited for an appliance, but. <laughs> my, my stress for Christmas is like, my, my daughter is so the opposite of me. I could not sleep. Christmas Eve, waiting on Christmas. She won't, she won't right. get up. She yeah. gets up. I mean, we got the Christmas tree, all decorated, presents right. all under the tree. Right. 12 o'clock, she's still asleep. One o'clock. It, this is in the, the afternoon the next day. <laughs> Two o'clock, really? finally. She through Christmas. The, the parade whole, I'm like, what? Who's, whose kid are you? So that was, my, <laughs> that was my stress for Christmas. My daughter, never. she never got up early enough. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. No sex on Christmas is very stressful. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. I mean, that's my gift. Wake wake me up like that. Holidays stress a lot of people out. That's the thing. You know what we should do, though? We should all pitch in Uh and get Jay a bike. We should all pitch in and get Jay a bike. I mean, you know, that just nice. with a, a new bike or you a new bike oh, you need with a bike. the ties <laughs> up and running. All right, we we gotta go. Jay Anthony Brown for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The question is. Who's the person in your family or in your life that's always borrowing money? My sister. She owes you money right now? Mm-hmm. Like how much? I'm not even going to say. <laughs> my son. My cousins. My cousin as well. My sister, but it's a giveaway. You don't even look for it back? No, no. Me? Also me. My brother, begging Billy. If you could get the money back that your brother owes you right now, how much would it be? Hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars? Yeah. Thousands of dollars. All right, Jay Anthony Brown for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, who's the person in your family that's always borrowing money? Have her answer, man. Have her answer, man. Me? Is that what you said? <laughs> you know what? It's not borrowing if I don't give it back. It's not borrowing. <laughs> <laughs> My sister. If she paid you back right now, how much would it be? Woo! Close to $10,000 probably. Ooh. My dad. Does he owe you money right now? No, actually he doesn't. <laughs> My sister. If she paid you back right now, how much would it be? be $400. Four. <laughs> uh, one of my uncles. How much does he owe you right now? Uh, Probably like a couple hundred. Do you think you'll ever see that money? No, he never pays his bets back. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> you owe your sister money? Yeah. You paid her back, how much would it be now? Uh, like 500 500 Pretty good, pretty good. Jay Anthony Brown for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Who's the person in your family that's always borrowing money? It's Steve. Who? It's Steve Harvey. Steve didn't borrow no money from you. He borrowed money from me. How much does he owe you right now? A lot of money. Because I sell his suit, he never come and pay me for it. <laughs> My children. If they paid you back right now, how much would it be? Over a million dollars. Over a million dollars. Are these your kids right here? They're shopping right now. And they're not pulling out any money. No money. No money. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, according to a report published in American Psychologist, people who listen to others without actually seeing them are better able to determine that person's emotional state. The tone of a person's voice expresses emotion more than the face, where it's easier to hide such emotions. Hmm. Less is more. When trying to figure out how people feel, because when you are just listening to a person, you are focused on just that. But if you are both listening and looking, your attention is divided. So, Steve, do you think you're a good listener? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to I'm a great people. listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, for a man. 
for a man, I'm a good listener. <laughs> <laughs> Qualify that remark. Yeah, I mean, you know, because we do listen differently. Mm -hmm. I'll admit that. I think women are far superior at it. But for a man, I'm a, I'm a good listener. Yeah, and you have to. You have to be in your line of work. But, you know, the reason women listen because there's a more of a, a richer and deeper exchange. We listen just to the point where we can provide a solution. Mm -hmm. no. And then we it. want to move on to something else. Yeah. Women, mm -hmm. women dig into it a lot deeper and richer. Mm -hmm. We just try to provide a solution. Yeah, we want all the facts, what happened, and then what he said. Then what did she say, girl? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and right. then what happened? And then what happened? Yeah. Right. See, we right, don't right, need right. all that. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you need? What do y'all need? Are we just what I mean, what, <laughs> what what you when? trying to get out of this? Uh -huh. <laughs> all right, let's call him and tell him no. Mm. And, and do I you got it. what? What time? I got it down to a sign. I can actually be on the phone with my wife. I know when to say, uh-huh. What? 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 Really? And not and yeah. but not listening to none of it. But yeah. know how let to me, jump let me, in. Let me, and well, let me oh, stop you, Tommy. Okay. Huh? She's listening right now, so be sure you want to. Huh? What? <laughs> He's not listening <laughs> to you, Carla. You better fix it. What? Your wife is what? listening. Who? Oh, my God. Okay. Man, we need to go down now. Hmm? Huh? So, so your uncle listens to provide a solution. You don't listen at all. I listen right. to get through the day. What? 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 <laughs> So you what? don't care. You don't exactly. care what huh? she's saying. What? Who? What? Where's Jordan? Who? Oh, okay. No. Yeah, so, Trey. Uh-huh. So you, so know, you tune no. her out? He you engages. Out? He makes her think she's engaging him. Some kids. But the phone, you, you got the phone on speaker. You lying. And it's just what? sitting down there and you're just. When that happened? This fool said you lying. Wow. When that happened? Are you acting? Are you acting? Uh -huh. Are you in character? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> now, now, they did what now? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> well, when she <laughs> says, are you listening to me? What do you say? Babe, I'm hearing that thing you're saying. You're going to hear that part. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to hear that. Now. Okay, well, tell me what I just said. Oh, that's what I hate when they uh -huh. do that. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh -huh. Okay, okay, well, tell me what I just, just said. Tell me what I just said then. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> No, you're, you're trapped at that point. Oh. Get out of that, Steve. Tell me what I just said. I uh -huh. said, you just said, tell you what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> tell me what I just said. Oh, don't get cute with it. You right. know what I mean. Hmm. Well, what do you think I should do? But what? See? I mean, you know, I mean, See? I mean, probably really honestly, though, uh -huh. honestly, though, uh -huh. Carla, y'all just pray about it. <laughs> that always so should I take all the money out of the bank? No, no, no. Oh, now you're listening. Oh, now you're listening. We need to pray about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, he said no. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, he said no. <laughs> All right, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In the round for the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Man in the Street, very simple question. The question is, what is your favorite Christmas song? Joy to the World. Jingle Bells. Oh, Holy Night. Silent Night. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas because Bakersfield never has one. <laughs> Mali Kalikimaka. Could you sing that for me? Oh, no. <laughs> Joy to the World. Silent Night. Grandma got run over by rain. Grandma got run over by reindeer. <laughs> Rudolph the Red Riddle's reindeer. 
Sing a little bit for me. No. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells are rock. Jingle bell rockin' na 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 na. <laughs> the night away. Merry Christmas, pretty baby. Merry Christmas, pretty baby by Charles Brown. What's your favorite Christmas song? Santa baby. I like that one. Joy to the world. Silent night. A holy night. Santa Claus went to the ghetto. Chestnuts roasting. Christmas carol. <laughs> I like the Mariah Carey one. That's that's one of my yeah. favorite songs. I love that. The question today is, what is your favorite Christmas song? Man, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Like Hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. What's the name of that one? This Christmas fireside blazing bright. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Can you sing a little bit? No. It's Christmas. Sing it. Oh no. <laughs> Michael Jackson, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Can you sing it? Mmm. <laughs> White Christmas. Um, the one from uh Charlie Brown Christmas, the uh Christmas tree. Or no, that's not it, is it? No, it's the other one. It's the, uh, is that, that is it. My favorite Christmas song is Santa Claus Comes to the Ghetto by Snoop Dogg and Nate Dogg. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, we're here uh, at the last break of the day. Just one more thing, your closing remarks. What do you have for us today to take us into the weekend, Steve? Well, I think I should talk about dreams because it's such a uh, major component mm-hmm. uh, to your success. Dreams are such an important component to success. You can't underplay dreams. See, let me tell you something. Education is necessary for certain fields and professions. You want to be a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, a pilot, a scientist, a teacher. Education is so necessary for many professions in this world. But there is nothing, and I repeat, there is nothing more important than your dreams. Your dreams have value. Your dreams wake you up in the morning. The dreams give you hope. You know, I'm not saying education doesn't do that, but education don't wake you up in the morning. It's what you dream and hope of becoming with the education that wakes you up. It is your dream that causes you to even get an education. If you want to fly a plane, and that's your dream, your dream will cause you to do the things necessary to accomplish the dream. That's why I tell people, educators and all, if we spent more time talking to our children in our school system about their dreams and visions, we could reduce the dropout rate. But what we're doing is we keep talking to kids about the education, and we're not talking about the kids for the reason for the education. You got to get your education because you got to finish school. Finish school for what? We have got to take time out to talk about their dreams and visions. I tell parents all the time, if you're not talking to your kids about dreams every 90 days, that's a mistake, man. That's a mistake because young people change more often than you think. But if you're not revamping your dreams every 90 days as an adult, 
you're making a mistake. Because guess what? You change also. Now, you may not change as often as your children because you become a little bit more subtle when you're older. But you've got to refurbish these dreams. You've got to dust them off. You've got to keep reminding yourself of what the purpose is. Because the dream provides purpose. You wake up in the morning because of what you dream to be. You get excited when the alarm clock get off, goes off because of what you dream to be. Man, don't let nobody fool you. Now listen to me. I'm going to say this again. Education is important and it's critical to certain things in life. But you can actually make it in this world without one. Now, do you need to have some basics under your belt? I strongly suggest you do. And I'm not saying at all that you don't need school because you do. School offers you a way to become well-rounded. That's the thing that school does for you a great deal. It not only educates you, it gives you social skills. It teaches you how to be well-rounded. It teaches you how to adapt. It teaches you the tool of memorization. So I'm not knocking it at all. But what I am saying to you, if you are like me in any way and you're just not a school person, what you going to do? You can still be something. If you've blown your education opportunity in life, you can still be something. If you just don't feel like you can do school again, you can still be something. Because the scripture says a man without a dream or vision shall perish. I know the Bible inside out. I don't know it. I didn't go to theology school or anything. So I, I can't quote it like people can oftentimes. But I don't really don't recall ever going to Sunday school or any service I've ever been to and read a scripture about how necessary your education was. But I have seen repeatedly that a man without a dream or vision shall perish. See, the reason you'll die without the dream or the vision, because without the dream or the vision, you'll give up hope. You've heard so many people say, keep hope alive, because it's necessary. The dream, the vision, what you see for yourself, your hope for tomorrow, that impossible thing that nobody else can see except you, that thing that floats around in your imagination that keeps pushing you to make you think there's something out there other than this for me. If you wake up in the morning and you keep saying to yourself, man, there's got to be more to my life than this, that's because it is. That's because it is. Your visions and dreams are out there. And let me tell you something else. You got to make your dreams and visions so big, so big, that it causes you to overcome all of your fears. See, the fear of failure is the number one cause of failure in this country because people are afraid to fail. But you have to have dreams and visions so big that it just overcomes all of your fears. You've got to want something so big, so dynamic to happen in your life, man, that you've got to make this happen. And the fear is secondary to all of it. And it'll cause you to push through. You've got to dream of something so outstanding that in order for it to happen, in order for it to happen, you absolutely have to have God's help. If you're dreaming of only stuff that you can accomplish yourself, I got news for you. You ain't dreaming big enough. Start dreaming big. Increase your dreams. They will change your life. It will change your perspective. It will cause your hope to grow. 
All right. Those are my closing remarks. All right, Steve. All right. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.